Welcome to One Good Question, where you ask questions and we answer them. There you go. <laughs> and then shout out your P.O. Box. 3rd Street, um, Sacramento, California, 95818. And what's the P.O. Box? I don't know. What do you mean? Did you send it here? No, yeah. What's the purpose? Oh, send me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> send me stuff. Send us anything. Well, not anything. In my head, no, anything. The anxiety is coming. Anything. Me. And we'll open it on camera. We'll open it on camera. Um, Once we get unboxing. Like, we need like five things. And five then you do things. a video. Yeah. Total. We'll, we'll, we'll collect them. Unboxing. We'll, see what you guys want to send us. All right. Welcome to one good freaking question. Um, oh, I need to redo the intro. No, that was fine. Uh, <laughs> if you guys want to get involved and ask us on Friday episode, uh, goodcompanydiscord.com. And today we got a few. Um, this one is uh, I'm a flip flopper on it. Where I used to think one way and now I think another way. Okay. Um, but here, <clears throat> can you discuss the use of phone apps to track food and workouts? Pros, cons, recommended. I used to be a big hater on apps. Mm-hmm. Just because I thought like, because it is, they're so trendy. And a million come and one is decent and then a million leave. Or people like follow bullshit or you'll have to pay 20 bucks a month to get a decent read from an app um, where you don't need it. Uh, the other thing too, I was never, I, we were talking about it the other day. I have a weird, uh, if I do have a weird talent, I remember people's PRs really good. And I remember like rep sets and like what I've done, uh, especially if I'm coaching someone. Like I never took notes as a coach. I just knew where we were last week. Um, I'm really bad at yeah, that. And I'm even pretty decent with like you two. And I only see like 50% of your, but I just know ballpark, what you can rep for five, what you have rep for a double or whatever. It sticks in my head. If I actually coached you, I just have it locked in my brain. Um, so I have my own shit locked in my brain. I don't know why. Maybe that's the little bit of math savant I got from my dad because my dad actually was like a real fucking math whiz. Um, so I never bid the journal. Obviously, a huge bodybuilding and powerlifting yeah, yeah. thing. Guys would have Marcus out there as a journal that's like two decades old. as oh, every workout he's much, ever yeah. done uh, in it. Um, nowadays, it's a little different because you have a coach, right? So coach is normally sending you a program or there's plenty of apps where you just tap and obviously people use Excel, et cetera. Um, but I don't really... Uh, Use my fitness pal still, and I'll get a ballpark of what I'm eating tomorrow. Before I go to bed, I put in tomorrow's meal. What? Yeah, I put the whole day in. Does it help? Helps a ton. And that's how I coach people too. That's how I coach uh, any nutrition, to do it ahead of time. Because then you know what you're allotted that day. Yeah. Right? Because if you're trying to, if you buy a meal, one, it's going to take longer, right? You're like, oh, how much eggs should I have? And you're kind of measuring out. Or like, oh, can I eat Chipotle today? And now you're wasting an hour on your phone. Where if I put everything in and then I adjust it, now I know, all right, breakfast is this, lunch is this, dinner is that for tomorrow. And then it also makes me not go and sneak through Taco Bell on the way home. This is with my timing. So like I'll see what I'm putting into my, my, uh, the log. And then I'll just eat those things and finish way too early in the day. <laughs> And I'm like, shit, well, I'm starving. And then I go off and then don't track the rest of it. I mean, I don't do that anymore. Because yeah, yeah. That, Lessons learned. Yeah, but also like um, when I was tracking in class, yeah. I would just plan the rest of my meals. Yeah. So then I realized I was just thinking about food all day. Yeah, that's not healthy either. And then yeah. I just, I'm just constantly thinking about food on my mind when I was tracking. That's maybe what you do the night before my help. You do it the and night it before. makes me starve. And then have like exact timing. So all my meals, I always eat at two and then I always eat at six stall myself from thinking about food <laughs> that's good too yeah you use a training app no excel yeah so our spread uh, google sheets yeah yeah 
Interesting. So what's your flip flop? That I used to be very anti. You, you were app, anti, and now you're. But now, now I'm using. Okay with them? Yeah, because I'll use like an EMOM app when I'm doing cardio. Not that I was anti app, obviously, but just like I thought the whole thing was a gimmick, and it still kind of is. Like you don't need them, um, especially when you're first starting. I think that's I think that's my argument is that everyone first starts and now they want to go from zero to a hundred and they're grabbing all these apps and oh my god I can't do this without that. Like first you just got to get in the habit of like not eating pizza. And yeah, get in the habit of walking. Like that app's not going to fix those habits. No, no. I I think that every one of these apps that it has, you know, and some of them have some kind of AI built into them. AI. I'm 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 finger quotes here. Um, they're all inaccurate. Number one. Yeah. They, some of them, uh, are giving you additional calories for the. Uh, for your expenditure, which is dumb, um, there are ones that that do projections that are not realistic. I mean, they're yeah, they're like kinds of problems. Like you, the you have to make them work for your situation. Yeah, you can't really take them off the shelf and just you know. Yeah, I mean, maybe coaches. some people can, but I've never been able to. Yeah, typically they're not coaches. Yeah, they're like decent logs. Yeah, and that's and and sometimes not even the greatest logs either. No, to do it with an app, I don't know. And I mean, if you're okay, so if you're trying to lose a certain amount of weight in a particular amount of time for a particular reason, tracking is one thing. If you are doing a lifestyle change, so that you're still eating normal foods that you may not have the the like totally accurate macro breakdowns and calorie breakdowns and stuff like that. I think it's much harder yeah, it's definitely, to use it to use a tracking app. Yeah, it's definitely a skill to do any of that, right? <laughs> to go out to eat sushi and still stick on your plan or, or eat with a group. Um that's a skill with time. Yeah. I, I just think that, that someone's not gonna roll out of bed in the morning and know how to do that. No, 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 they wouldn't even know how to use an app. I mean macros as a as a term and as a general idea of how to track food is a little bit more common now, but I mean, I remember doing podcasts five years ago and people arguing me that it didn't matter. Calories out was still a big argument. Yeah. IIFYM. Yeah. If it fits your macros. Yeah. I mean, that, that, was, a, that was a niche group that understood that concept. Which is? Uh, What's the misconception? Uh, the miscon- uh, I don't know if there's a misconception per se, but the, the, the vast majority still thought that like carbs were bad. Calories were just one piece of the equation. Um, and obviously it depends on what your goal is, but losing weight calories are the equation. <laughs> There's no other equation performance, uh, building muscle, looking good, feeling good, living a long time. There's more to the equation for sure. Um, as but, in you can have day, but if you eat all those 2000 calories in one sitting and it's all donuts. Yeah. You're probably not going to feel awesome. You might lose weight from it. Yep. You definitely possibly can. Yeah. But you're not going to, yeah. um, Feel your, your body the way that it needs to in order to perform. And you're not going to look how you want if you do that for six months. Yeah, even yeah. if you are in deficit. Yeah, protein, protein, adequate protein is going to matter. Obviously, water is going to matter. And then fiber, some micronutrients will probably do you good so you don't get butthole cancer. I guess it, it does take into account macros. So like you are going to, you should be hitting like your proteins, carbs, and fats. So like there is that. It's yeah. not just calories. Yeah, especially depending on the sport. really easy. It, like you track, you track your protein and calories because that's all that kind of matters because yeah. you're not actually like 
tapping into that many resources when you power lift. No. But you start to get into like sprinting, soccer, even bodybuilding, other sports where carbs. yeah, the, the how much carbs, how much fat definitely plays a role even running and shit like that, ultra marathons, no, that's it. Especially those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ratios are going to matter a lot more on how mm-hmm. you feel. And I would even say for the cuz you're still pretty young, but we were just joking about out there, even for the the soccer mom that wants to get fit and jacked, the ratio of carbs to fat can can have a huge role on how you feel yeah not necessarily on how you look calories will matter most but it'll depend on how you feel daily and so you can manipulate those pretty good mm-hmm. but lifting wise i've never really used one now i, I uh, uh my heart rate's cool to check just because i want to do two like harder cardio days and four not he has a new watch now so yeah. we talk about his heart rate a new every, old a new old watch day. it's a fucking 10 <laughs> year old yeah I, I don't track um carbs and fats because i know i'm eating them <laughs> it's not that I'm not okay. I'm definitely eating them, um, but also because of the relationship I have with tracking, um, it in the past I was tracking to the gram for all my macros, and then I developed like a bad relationship with food. Now that I do have to track again because I have a strict uh, weight, like I have to meet weight. Um, yep. I have to track in order to do that, but I'm kind of compromising with myself and allowing me a little bit of freedom. Um, by just tracking calories and then trying to hit like a decent amount of protein each day. You're taking account it. your mentals. To otherwise, it's not sustainable. I'll be able to do it for maybe a month, and then I'll fall off when it really matters. Yeah, each person is different there, and I've been talking because I'm helping a couple gym members with their nutrition. Some guys that have some big dreams in powerlifting, and it is a fine line. Like, uh, you know, this m- may not be the advice that everyone would give, but like. If you have like extreme goals, it's going to take extreme measures. So uh, would you rather have a bad relationship with food where you're binging all day and you're fucking eating donuts all day, every day, or be a little bit obsessed with the scale and tracking, but you're at a healthy body fat. And if you have big goals, that's probably what it's going to like. It's going to suck. Yeah. Like we're obsessed with how our body feels. We're obsessed with how our body moves. But if you want to be great at something, you probably can't step into it casually. Yeah. For for the masses, for sure. You can find a balance. You so, can you yeah. can have that birthday cake and, and, and you know, for guys maintain around fifteen percent body fat, that's definitely possible. But if you're trying to or even push yourself to be below ten percent body fat, you're probably gonna have to do some extreme measures. Pick your poison. It's all gonna be uncomfortable. Yeah. It's either you give in to your cravings and now you're un unhappy with how you look, how you feel you're guilty for eating these things you're punishing your now because you ate those things um so you either feel uncomfortable that way or you're uncomfortable with like stepping on the scale every morning tracking your weight weighing your food because it takes a little longer each day yeah like, eric helms said it best to me is like everyone's always talking about balance and it can relate to anything whether it's your relationship with food exercise or life family whatever thinks balance is is like an equilibrium but what balance really is is a teeter-totter and you're overcompensating one thing at a time Mm. right so right now you got to be obsessed with nutrition because you're about to go into nationals so yeah you're going to be obsessed over here but then christmas comes and maybe you can push more towards your family and nutrition takes a back road and Mm -hmm. uh, constant micro adjustments to find that Mm -hmm. any apps you use my fitness pal that's it Um, that's all i use that's pretty much it apps I have used my fitness pal. I've used Macrofactor. I have briefly used Carbon. They're all kind of okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're all similar. Um, um, I feel like 
macro factors a little bit better for people who are are just you know casual with you know with weight loss or not not toward a particular goal or whatever yeah yeah um, general tracking yeah yeah i use um my fitness pal just because that's what i started 12 years ago and then i've been using yeah it's a stupid smart wad timer um, and that's just for my cardio. You can set different intervals. You can set different times. It beeps for you. So if you want to do an EMOM every minute on the minute, if you want to go 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, rest, work kind of deal. I've been using a lot of that. And then otherwise, yeah. Instagram. Basic heart rate monitor. Instagram and YouTube. We're not talking about just general apps. <laughs> I, I use Instagram to track my value as a person in society. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> You're doing 8, okay. Let's see if we can get her to ten thousand. Actually, be valued as a human, and then I'll care about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't deserve it right now. No kidding. Uh, where can joke. they find you, Abby? Um, it's not Instagram. a joke. <laughs> Follow me <laughs> at avi.lu. Um, email me at avi.3sb.co for. Not online though. Um, not on. I She's mean, not taking people. You can do it. You can do it. You can, you can get in line. Out. You can get in line, bitch, like yeah. Disneyland. Waitlist. Uh, and September 14th. We're in Memphis. We're lifting Memphis weights. Nationals. Smashing weights. We'll be there. Smashinals. Smashinals. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, 3SB.co for all your apparel needs. I'm Solomon Michael. You want to find me in your upper uh, Wednesday and Friday. I am at the Jimmy D on all the social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you next time. What was the name of the person who asked that question? Um, it's on Instagram, so I don't know if they want that leaked. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We'll, do, we'll just let them be, you know, anonymous or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>